0: Come in, come in, come in out of the rain, it sure is soaking out there, is it not, fellow human? I personally love the rain, it brings life, washes out the old, and tests the strength of one's roots, tell me, when the waters come and try to strip everything away from you, can you hold on, or will your grip upon the earth weaken and eventually, fail. My apologies for the sudden darkness that crept into my words. Please bear with me as I delve into the realm of existential dread for a moment. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to this very special edition of ASM Murder, the only true crime podcast with an ASMR twist. I, of course, am your host, The Groove. Oh, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Come, sit. Warm yourself by the fire. What's that? What's so special about this edition of ASM Murder? A fantastically fleeting freaking question, my fine feathery frenzied fuselage. Every episode that I do, I take an interest in. Some of the things I talk about, I have heard before. Other things I am finding out for the first time, but in every one I try to learn something. It is the least I can do for those who can no longer speak on this side of the veil. Every person's story is special, but this one is different. This man had it all. No, having it all doesn't make this man different. The manner in which he achieved it. Who is it, you ask? Shall I give you a hint? Perhaps a snatch of lyric? In the event of my demise, when the heart can beat no more, I hope I die for a principle, or a belief that I had lived for. No. How about today is filled with anger, fueled with hidden hate, scared of being outcast, afraid of common fate. Hmm. No, well, that's okay. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> On this episode, we will explore the life and untimely death of one of the most influential figures in the history of hip-hop, Tupac Shakur. But as we explore the highs of Tupac and his career, we must inevitably explore the dark parts as well, including the tragic end that befell Tupac on that fateful night, September 13th, 1996. So sit with me a while, fellow human. Sit with me as we explore the life and untimely demise of Tupac Shakur. While I strive to present information in a respectful and informative manner, I understand that these discussions may evoke strong emotions from some individuals. We encourage listeners to prioritize their mental and emotional well-being throughout this episode. If at any point you feel overwhelmed or need support, please reach out to a trusted friend, family member, or a mental health professional. I also understand the significance of Tupac Shakur's life and the impact he had on music and culture. My intention is to honor his memory and explore his story with the utmost respect and sensitivity. However, I acknowledge that the content discussed may be distressing or triggering for some listeners. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Now that you're aware of the content involved, If you're ready to join me on this journey, I invite you to continue listening. I hope to shed light on Tupac's life, his artistic contributions, and the enduring impact he has left behind. Born on June 16, 1971, in East Harlem, New York City, Tupac Amaru Shakur experienced a childhood marked by both hardship and artistic influence. Raised by his mother, Afini Shakur, A dedicated activist, Tupac witnessed a struggle for social justice firsthand. These experiences would shape his worldview and fuel his passion for speaking out against inequality. In his early years, Tupac moved to Baltimore, where he attended the Baltimore School for the Arts. It was there that he honed his artistic talents and discovered his love for performance. Little did the world know that this young man would soon revolutionize the music industry. Tupac's career took off in the late 1980s when he joined the Oakland-based hip-hop group Digital Underground, along with names like Shock G, also known as Humpty Hop. His magnetic stage presence and profound lyrical abilities captured the attention of audiences and the industry insiders alike. It was clear that a star was in the making. As Tupac's solo career soared, his music became a powerful platform for expressing the realities of urban life, systemic injustices, and the struggle faced by marginalized communities. Albums like Tupacalypse Now and Me Against the World showcased his uncensored and deeply personal storytelling. However, Tupac's rise to fame was not without its challenges. He found himself embroiled in public feuds and legal troubles, which only heightened his already intense media presence. Yet, beneath the controversies, Tupac's words and messages resonated with millions, transforming him into an icon of the hip-hop genre. However, fellow humans, we know this story doesn't end there, don't we? We wouldn't be talking if there had been a happy ending. On the night of September seventh, nineteen 1996, after attending a boxing match in Las Vegas, tragedy struck. While traveling in a car convoy with death Records CEO, Shug Knight, Tupac's vehicle was approached by a white Cadillac at an intersection. In a hail of gunfire, he was critically wounded, and on September 13th, he succumbed to his injuries. The complexity of the investigation, combined with the intertwined nature of the music industry and street culture, has made unraveling the truth a challenging task. The lack of concrete answers has led to a multitude of theories, speculations and even conspiracy theories surrounding Tupac's death. Now let's delve into the details surrounding the suspects in the case of Tupac Shakur's untimely death. While the investigation has remained open and filled with speculation, several names have emerged over the years as potential individuals involved in the shooting. As we delve deeper into the circumstances surrounding Tupac Shakur's death, one name that often comes up is Orlando Anderson. Anderson, a member of the Southside Crips gang, has been associated with the infamous altercation that occurred just hours before Tupac's shooting. On the night of September 7, 1996, a fight erupted in the lobby of the MGM Grand in Las Vegas between members of Death Row Records and a group affiliated with the Southside Crips. Tupac, accompanied by Suge Knight, was involved in the altercation, which was captured on surveillance cameras. Some believe that the encounter at the MGM Grand escalated tensions and ultimately led to the targeted shooting of Tupac. Anderson was identified as one of the individuals in the scuffle and was considered a possible suspect of Tupac's murder. Sadly, Orlando Anderson's life was also cut short when he was fatally shot in 1998. With his death, many unanswered questions regarding his alleged involvement in Tupac's murder remain unresolved. As we continue our exploration into the mysterious circumstances surrounding Tupac Shakur's death, we can't overlook the conspiracy theories that involve Sean Combs, also known as Puff Daddy or P. Diddy. These theories suggest a potential involvement or knowledge of the events leading to Tupac's tragic end. In the mid-1990s, Tupac and Sean Combs were part of a highly competitive and often tense East Coast-West Coast rap rivalry. The rivalry, fueled by media sensationalism, escalated tensions within the hip-hop community and may have led to the deaths of both Tupac and Christopher Wallace, also known as the Notorious B.I.G. Some conspiracy theories speculate that Sean Combs, seeking to protect his own interests or retaliate against Tupac's aggressive lyrics and accusations, may have played a role in orchestrating Tupac's murder. These theories often cite circumstantial evidence, alleged connections to individuals with criminal backgrounds, and the timing of events surrounding the East Coast-West Coast feud. One of the most intriguing theories surrounding Tupac Shakur's death, the alleged involvement of Marion Suge Knight, the co-founder of Death Row Records and a prominent figure in the hip-hop industry. According to this theory, Suge Knight, who was with Tupac on that fateful night in Las Vegas, orchestrated the shooting as part of a larger plot. Some speculate that this was motivated by business disputes, rivalries, or even personal vendettas. Proponents of the theory point to various pieces of evidence, including Should Knight's presence at the scene, the controversial circumstances surrounding his own legal troubles, and the belief that he had the resources and connections to carry out such an elaborate scheme. While these individuals had been discussed as possible suspects, It's crucial to note that no definitive evidence has been presented to conclusively prove their involvement. The case remains open, and authorities continue to investigate leads and gather information in their pursuit of justice. And finally, there are the fringe theories. As we delve deeper into the mysteries surrounding Tupac Shakur's life and death, we encounter an array of conspiracy theories that go beyond the realm of traditional. Some of these theories stretch the boundaries of imagination and propose extraordinary scenarios. Let us explore a couple of these intriguing conspiracy theories, shall we? One notable theory suggests that Tupac's death was not the result of a typical homicide, but rather an elaborate plan orchestrated to fake his death. According to this theory, Tupac assumed the identity of Machiavelli, a reference to Italian philosopher Niccolo Machiavelli, known for his views of faking one's death and returning in a different form. Supporters of this theory point to perceived clues in Tupac's lyrics, album covers, and alleged sightings of him after his reported death. Another theory that captures the imagination is the idea that Tupac's influence extended beyond the earthly realm. Some speculate that Tupac was abducted by extraterrestrial beings, and his departure from this world was a part of a larger cosmic plan. Proponents of this theory often connect Tupac's interest in conspiracy theories, his fascination with the unknown, and his lyrics alluding to otherworldly themes as evidence supporting this idea. Of course, it's important to note that both of these theories, while intriguing, lack substantial evidence and rely on subjective interpretation. The notion of Tupac faking his death or being connected to extraterrestrial forces remains largely speculative and falls outside the realm of verifiable facts. It's essential to approach these discussions with caution, and remember that these theories are just that, speculations that require substantiated evidence to form a completed picture of what truly happened that tragic night. As we reflect on the life and loss of Tupac Shakur, it's important to separate fact from fiction and allow the investigation to run its course. The impact of his music and activism continues to resonate, transcending the boundaries of time and leaving an indelible mark on the world. I hope this episode has provided you with a deeper understanding of the man behind the music, and the impact he had on the world. Remember, Tupac Shakur's legacy extends far beyond his untimely passing. His music, activism, and cultural influence continue to inspire and resonate with fans around the globe. As we reflect on his life, let us celebrate his artistic genius and the profound messages that he shared through his art. I would like to express my gratitude to all the researchers, scholars, and individuals who have dedicated themselves to preserving Tupac's memory and shedding light on the circumstances surrounding his death. Their efforts contribute to the ongoing discussions and investigations keeping his story alive. If you'd like to learn more about Tupac Shakur, I'd encourage you to explore books, documentaries, and interviews that delve further into his life and legacy. His music remains an enduring testament to his talent and his voice as an artist. If nothing else, you can stream his music. You really can't go wrong with just about any song you choose. Spotify is a good place to start. Or, for an even rarer look into his life, try reading The Rose That Grew From Concrete. A Different View Into the Heart of a Thug. That's another book title, by the way. Hello human, the fire is going out and the sun will be up soon, best for me to stay here but you, you must go, many miles before you sleep and all that, but before you do go, let me ask you, ask what you ask? Why the same thing I ask every time? Do you know of any quaint, queer or quintessential tales? Dank, dark or deadly deeds dug up by the light of the moon? Why don't you share them with me? You can do so at any of my socials, such as YouTube or TikTok, or my personal website at murderpod.net. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-P-O-D.net. You can also find my podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you just can't seem to get enough of me, you can find me at any of those places. Come by and say hi. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can usually find me here or elsewhere. Mondays at 6 a.m. Eastern. I try to be on time, but sometimes life gets in the way. Just wait. I'll show eventually. As always, time is precious. We must never squander it. My time is made brighter because you were with me. Even if only for a little while. Until next time, please, be kind to yourselves, be good to each other, and take care. This is your friendly neighborhood crew, signing off.